Hi, this is Michael Dolce, host of the Secrets of the Sire podcast, talking comics, movies, TV, and pop culture every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's our fall TV preview episode. We've got some great new and returning shows to discuss, including the heavily anticipated Watchmen and Mandalorian series. That being said, in the age of 24 by 7 streaming and mid-season premieres and staggered launches and release dates, I can't help but think back to the good old days of, I don't know, five years ago when you used to get the bulk of your new material all at once right around this time. Uh, The old cycle of September to May with sweeps weeks in November and February, giving us a reliable calendar of not only when to expect new shows, but really juicy plot lines to draw viewers in is something I kind of miss. X-Files used to do their mythology episodes around these times, Buffy and her love triangles, or the big bad reveals. It was cool. It was fun. Made for some great TV memories. Maybe I'm just being nostalgic, which I guess is also pretty in these days. Secrets of the Sire starts now. Secrets of the Sire. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Secrets of the Sire. We talk comics, movies, TV, and pop culture every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Sire Studios digital network. Uh, that is youtube.com slash secrets of the sire, facebook.com slash secrets of the sire, twitch.tv slash secrets of the sire. We're on radiopublic.com and we just got added to the cast network. It's great. Go check out uh, that stuff as well, too. We'll give you some more details on the website. Tonight, It's fall TV preview episode where we play Versus with your favorite new or returning pop culture shows, which spinoff you're looking forward to more, which returning ensemble cast, and which Arrowverse show reigns supreme. Plus, we've got snippets of a new Game of Thrones prequel, and South Park has been renewed, much to the chagrin of everyone out there who'd love to cancel it. I'm your host, Michael Dolce, as always, joined by my co-host extraordinaire, Mr. Hassan Godwin. How you doing, sir? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. I, I am tired. Happy birthday to our friend uh, Darren Sanchez. His birthday yes, was yesterday. That yesterday, is correct. Uh, Happy birthday, Darren. And he's uh, a frequent uh, collaborator on yes. said show, which is, yes. which is great. Friend so, of the show. Friend of the friend show. Friend of the show. Um, so I played, mis- I played Mr. Mom today. It was fantastic. Was my kids were, my kid, both my kids were sick. Uh, my wife had to work, though. Um, the the beauty of working for yourself a sentence only a married man can get away with because oh, yeah. if i if i said the same thing it would all be very awkward yeah <laughs> yes. man i played mr wife- mom yesterday yes with somebody else's kid <laughs> <laughs> yes. it would be very bad so yeah only okay so so yeah. elaborate please no, so just both kids were sick and the beauty of, of like working for yourself is like you get to make your own schedule. And, and luckily, like I didn't have any deadlines. I didn't have anything pressing. I, I'm my New York Comic Con stuff, which I'm getting prepped for. Like I was, I, I got everything yeah, coming right up, man. Coming yeah. right up. That, we will be uh, at booth ten forty two uh, at New York Comic Con. So check us out August third to the seventh or third to sixth, I should say. Um, I got everything out, so it's kind of like yeah, I can I can take the kid today, and it was good. I mean, it was cool though because he's three and a half now. Um, you know, took them both to the doctor, uh, you know, basically just treated this like a weekend. I, I don't, I'm trying to f- find a way to make this interesting, but really I'm just trying to tell you I'm tired. <laughs> like just, I'm basically just tired. It's, uh, it is, it is exhausting. Um, anyone out there in the creative field that even thinks about having kids, there are a lot of parents that I know in the creative community. One kid. <laughs> 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 they, they, that was it. 
<laughs> Which makes Bill Cosby, whose whose opinion is, um, yeah, you know, it is what it is now. But he he <laughs> he um he said that he does a you know parents of of one child he doesn't consider them parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no. He said something breaks in the house, you know who did it. <laughs> you know, you know, you don't. There's no detective work involved. There's no, no. there's no investigative uh, research that has to take place. Yeah, no. It's, so. it's uh, two. It, one is a game. One is a game changer, like a life changer. Two is just mayhem. Yeah, I don't want my life changed to that extent. No, no. I, and it's funny too because I, 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 I talk to a lot of uh, people that I'm working with right now, um, and we're we're, we're doing like some screenplays or web series. We're working on a whole bunch of different things. And they're all like, yeah, I can't wait to have kids one day. And I'm like, no, no, like, <laughs> no, you know why get all the other stuff late? done first. <laughs> you know get rich. Late? Cause I have no time. None. All right. But we get do- rich, wow. get a big house, get yes. some nannies and stuff yes. like that. Then they can, I used to look down on the nannies. You. I used to look down on the nannies. All right. I don't now think anybody wants to want hear about this. They want to get into the brand new segment that we debuted last week. Our sire. Yeah, a segment that you tried to rename in mid-segment. Yeah, I liked it because I made a nice uh, audio to go along with it, which you just heard. All right, Game of Thrones, second prequel in the works at HBO. The pilot, which is near a deal with the premium cable network, would focus on House Targaryen, according to Hollywood Reporter. Sources confirm the premium cable network is near a deal uh, for a pilot for a prequel set 300 years before the events of the flagship series. It tracks the beginning and the end of House Targaryen. Ryan Condal and Game of Thrones author George George R. R. Martin will pen mm-hmm. the script. George R. R. Martin. George R. R. Martin. We'll pen the script for the drama. But meanwhile, he can't write a friggin' book. Stop. Uh, Martin's Stop. book. Don't even don't even get yourself in into that uh, rabbit hole, man. That's uh that's some darkness. Um, my question to you, Hassan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not do we need this? It's not the question I'm looking for. After the response to the final season of Game of Thrones, do we need this? <laughs> or do people want this? Uh, 17 million people watched that last episode. I know. So, I so mean, they were pretty yeah. pissed. No. Are they going to be yeah. Spider-Man level pissed? People, everybody says they're pissed. Everybody says they're upset. They're yeah. upset about everything. But the echo chamber on online or whatever, the people who use Twitter, yeah. and the, you know, people who use it to complain, and then they complain and complain. They have to continuously keep that, uh, that barrage yeah. of negativity up in order to make sure that it overtakes the narrative. But, and, I'm not, and I am actually not saying that the last season was a great season. But I don't think... I don't think the, the 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 overwhelming public feels as vitriolic about it as as most of these uh, you know the Twitter's Twitter's not the real, is it? And, no, and I don't. I don't think it's real. That. No, I don't think. I I think people are underwhelmed by that last season. Yeah. I think people felt feel it was rushed, and they might not be happy with uh, who became king and you know right. how how did the fates of certain characters turn out. And I'm, I, you know, I don't dispute that, but hate, you know, no. Yeah. If you hated it, I mean, if the show was the show seriously suffered, mm-hmm. and you know that last season was such a travesty that you know it destroyed the mm-hmm. the franchise or whatever. There would have been no watching the 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 how many shows in the history of television 
have more people watching the season, the, the, the finale than watch the debut. Yeah. Than watch the show at yeah. its peak. Yeah. You know, you had 17 million people or 17 or 19 million people. Right. And they pirate the show. So the show well, I was going like to say that. there's at least another 15 million that have stolen that show since. Exactly. So, I mean, look, man, I think, I think they'll be fine. I think one, um, one of the interesting things is that no one's talking about the Blood Moon prequel. Uh, uh, yeah. And uh, rumor has it, mm-hmm. and we know about how reliable rumors are, mm-hmm. right? We know, we know whether or not to dabble in that currency, but mm-hmm. rumor has it that the, that, that prequel got delivered to HBO, that the, the pilot got delivered to HBO, and they despise it. Really, which is which is what sparks this uh, the announcement of the Targaryen. Uh, they're, they're starting to develop the Targaryen one. Now, the, the the interesting thing about it is that, and I don't know this for certain. Nobody knows this for certain. Sure. So this is not news. It is not news. This is just speculation. It is hearsay. Um, I like it. Yeah, we should be um, dabbling in hearsay more often. I, it's. I think it's way easier. You know, it's just like the, <laughs> the stress is like it, yeah. there's such less stress to it. But uh, rumor has it, um, it's it's uh, people people agree with the idea a little more about uh, this new show, the Targaryen show, over this Blood Moon show because uh-huh. uh, Blood Moon has nothing to do with the books, really, because there is no Night King in the books. Yeah. So that means it is completely off off Martin script, off George mm. Martin script, and we kind of know what happened mm-hmm. when they went off uh, the Martin yeah. material. Um, Whereas Martin just put out two books on the Targaryens. He's right. putting, he put out one book, one big book on the Targaryens. He's coming out with another one. Yeah. So you have source material. He's also wants to be involved. He wants to be writing. Yeah, well, he wrote that. He wrote the, the there you go. So, script. So, so, I mean, look, when we have Martin, maybe not his writing in general, maybe yeah. not for television. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's, how it translates. I don't know what screenplay writing entails. I really okay. don't. Um, but when we have him in the creative corner, um, we got some of the best Game of Thrones, right? That that yeah. show became the greatest show mm-hmm. on, on television, right? When right. we when he was gone, regardless of how you feel about those uh, about season say uh, season season six to eight, right? Mm-hmm. When he was gone, you felt his absence, um, even if you loved it. And there's a lot about those last three seasons that I I, I really oh, yeah. like. There's a lot I love. There's a lot I really like about it. But you could tell he was gone. You know, yeah. you could tell that there was some kind of there was a majesty behind there's it. Something missing. Yeah, there was that was gone. It was it just became another show. Yeah. Um. There's nothing yes, wrong with it. It I was one of the better that. shows. One of the better shows ever made. Even still, yeah. But it wasn't. It wasn't nearly. No. Um. What it was at its height. So. The idea of the, I think the Targaryen that's the, show. That's actually the marketing. That, that right there is the marketing. It's like, this one has George. <laughs> there you go. Right? They, they should call you. Well, I they, mean, should, they should honestly call you. This one has George. That would be, that, that would, that would be, the, that would be <laughs> the Dolce tag on it. This one has George. I'll take my check now. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you very much. And now, you know what? That would get me to watch it. It really See? would. No, I know what I'm doing. I'm a marketing <laughs> guru after all. All right. <laughs> Second right. uh, sire bite. Oh, I love that sound bite. Uh, as South Park gets renewed through 2022, Matt Stone and Trey Parker also have new movie ideas. This is also 
from Hollywood Reporter. The duo is floating some really effing killer ideas, not South Park related, for new theatrical release. Uh, ever since South Park premiered in August 1997, I'm going to say that again, August 1997, I was about to go to college. The show no, has no, fielded... I was there, dude. That was the year my mom died. Oh, so sorry. I remember that. I remember. Oh. I remember that very vividly. Wait, wait, wait to bring that show down. Hey, man. Hey. Sorry. <laughs> Condolences and you suck. Like, like all, you know. Cover. I cover. did that. I kind of did that on purpose. I kind of did because you were going to talk about college and like you know how you. Hey, man. I'm yeah. young. I'm. I was about to go into you know. And I'm like over there like no, nah, it was worse. <laughs> So I was like, you know what? It's like, it's like I got nothing on that one. I can't. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a, a bucket of cold water on this reminiscing we'll just, right here. We'll just keep, <laughs> we'll just keep it rolling. Uh, the next <laughs> years, we'll have some more time to complain as South Park has just been renewed by Comedy Central through. Who was upset about South Park, though? I mean, isn't uh, is aren't the fans of South Park like for this though? Pretty, pretty enthusiastic about South Park being around for 22 well, they, years. They actually have said people have been talking about canceling us for 22 effing years, Parker says. Uh, in this day and age, it is more of an achievement than it was before, the fact that we are still going. Yet even after all they've had to endure through the years, the duo agrees cancel culture is different and something that deeply irks them. Mm-hmm. It's new, Stone says, of cancel culture. The term used to refer to boycotts started usually via social media, when a person or group is offended by a star or brand. I don't want to say it's the same as it's always been. The kids are effing different than us. There's a generational thing going on. Stone also shared his theory as to why critics were so hard on the latest Chappelle special, which I just finished watching, which was unbelievable. I haven't watched it yet. I'm probably going to try to watch it tonight. It's, 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 it's Dave Chappelle, and he's just a genius. But uh, viewers seem to enjoy it far more. I feel bad for television critics and cultural critics Stone explains, they may have laughed like hell at that, and then they went home, and they know what they have to write to keep their job. So when I read TV reviews or cultural reviews, I think of someone in prison writing. I think about somebody writing a hostage note. This is not what they think. This is what they have to do to keep their job in a social media world. So I don't hold it against them. Okay, so that was a well done segue from what we were just talking about with Star with uh, with Game of Thrones and yes. uh, and how they're trying to cancel Game of Thrones because yes. nobody likes that. It's like that we last planned season. it, except we actually kind of didn't. So no, we didn't plan it at all. But I mean, I was well. You should have just taken a bow for that. I was. I mean, we totally planned here. it, and we're awesome at yes. and TV. And, you know, and excellent, man. Streaming. That's why we belong here. Give us money. Yeah, do not cancel us. <laughs> <laughs> actually no the, but the funny thing is we are so unpopular no one's trying to cancel <laughs> they're just i know we're we'll be really we'll be in real trouble the minute we start uh we start attracting a lot of attention they're like 188 episodes <laughs> how'd you guys get past one <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly you guys are terrible cancel <laughs> oh man we were doing good um i, I, I don't was, know so 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 basically the controversy of uh south park has kind of caught up to it right because yeah. they, i mean those guys were pushing the envelope for a long time yes. right and so now they've run into the wall of millennial discontent right and so yes. people are trying to boycott and get the show taken off the air it's not know? even a question of that they had there was there was people that was that were trying to cancel them they had a whole hashtag but they actually used that hashtag as their promotional marketing material for the last <laughs> season um so it was can it was hashtag cancel south park and that was the whole like running joke of the season that's, that's your theory too isn't it but you know whatever whatever your backlash is you got to lean into that backlash. oh yeah, absolutely right? 
Absolutely. Either that or you got to ignore it completely until it just comes Absolutely. Blows I was just reading about, and we're not going to cover this in our, in our fall TV preview, but the new Jennifer Aniston Apple TV streaming um, series is all about the morning news anchor who is accused of sexual misconduct and is let go. And, you know, basically they're, they're telling the Matt Lauer story in a fictional, in a fictional way. Um, oh. But now, now it's like, go watch The Chappelle Show. It's, so, it's amazing that I even saw this. Go watch The Chappelle Show because he talks about all this stuff. And he talks about the cancel culture. He talks about how, you know, despite the fact that people, you know, it's so hard to be a comedian right now. And it absolutely is. Like, I'm even- it's a thing we give power to. We give it, we give it a lot of power. And like, I, think it, I think what broke the back of, that, of, the, um, of the monolith that was the cancel, I mean, uh, cancel culture still exists, but oh, absolutely. the monolith that, that is behind the boycott culture, which is kind of an adjacent to, to cancel culture, yeah. was, as I said before, was, um, well, no, was cancel Captain Marvel. Is boycott culture? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, yeah. it's in. I mean, for to to, it's, an, it's to a different degree. Yeah, it's weaponized. I mean, you know, I mean, if I, and I mean, college, what what gives what gave boycott culture its its uh its wings basically was the failure of Solo. It's one of the things that actually mm. propelled it because it was yeah. like one of the successful supposed um, shutdowns, right. right? Of of a of a juggernaut. Right, but there, you know, you can't even say that, that. I mean, we'll find out with um with the uh, uh, rise of Skywalker. Yeah, but you can't even say that that was exactly what did it because it was such a perfect storm of of misadventure. Yeah. when it came to you know when it came to Solo that you don't even know if the cancel culture actually got Solo. Right. So we don't really have, and everything else that they said it was um was going to fail. Captain Marvel. Um, a bunch of other like Spider-Man, a couple of other shows. Like I remember they were talking about after uh, after End Games. Like can Spider-Man even hold it's you know a candle compared to the monster that is End Game? Right. You know this is going to be everything that they've ever said. It's MCU's next flop. This is going to be can Spider-Man be the next flop? You know the first flop right. of the MCU. Right. Because it makes a billion dollars. Right. So these people don't really they don't they 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 speculate, but they in in the process of speculating. Every one of them is trying to start a narrative, right. you know. It's like they're trying to trend it so that it becomes so, so that it's like a self fulfilling prophecy, and it becomes that. And then they try, you know, and some other things that didn't work. They tried to prop up Alita. Remember Battle Angel Alita? Yeah. They said go see go see Alita instead of uh, Captain Marvel. Alita might not even get a sequel. No. You know, so it didn't it didn't work. You know, obviously. I, I'm actually I'm actually attributing. I'm going to use a parallel to, uh, well, first of all, a couple of things. One, I, I watch, uh, ever since Bill Maher insulted comic book fans, I've actually started watching Bill Maher again, and I, I still love his show. I actually love, I love that fact that he gets up there and he's just like, we're hated by this group and this group. We're hated I by I haven't seen sides. him in a long time, and it has his really nothing show is, to do is with- excellent. He has an amazing, he, he, he makes it a point to bring on people of opposing points of view and and mm, it's yeah. not it's not it's not after i'm like i'm not watching affirmation uh, like he has his political views don't get me wrong which yeah, now yeah. Centri- very strong ones which will now seem centrist ironically enough like 20 years later after after he's been around um but he talks about how twitter's just not real and look at san diego comic-con this year and one of the things that we did in our recap was a lot of movie studios are pulling out because they're like look twitter is not real uh snakes in a plane got huge Twitter buzz when it first, you know, when it was first announced and it flopped. Yeah. A lot of these, a lot of these films 
you know, I think well, social media in general is not a proper it's gauge. Not, for, right. It's, it's not real. Literally. Yeah. It's not real. Literally. You have bots that are spamming you as we've, as yeah. we've kind of, you know, as we're yeah. all kind of starting to realize a little bit that you don't in the heat of the moment, you know, when somebody actually responds to something that you do in a negative way, uh, you know, your first instinct is to, is to fight, right? It's fight or flight. You're either going to get the hell off social media. You're going to fight. And most times you end up fighting and that's what ends up kind of driving, you know, the machine that is social media. Go and look how many followers that person has or who that person is. It, it makes, they, they either are a, a recluse living in their parents' basement or they don't exist. Like they literally don't exist. So it's, it's interesting to see this. I'm, I am. You know, what's excited. ironic. What's going to be ironic is yeah. that we're going to find out, you know, what's going to actually cancel, cancel culture or what is canceling cancel culture. What? Trump. Oh yeah. Because he just, and he, he, he just barrels through it. If, oh, if, he, he actually, if, he, if you refuse, if you refuse to be canceled. Yeah. They can't cancel you. That's what I'm. Right. That's what I was saying before. It's like a. It's an agreed upon lie. Like it's like, oh well, he's been canceled. So, <clears throat> excuse me. We'll we'll just go ahead and shut him down. Right. Because obviously his his star has fallen. Right. And so you know we don't want to be attached to him with his star falling. So you know cancel his show and cancel mm -hmm. all his sponsors and stuff. And it's 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 a prophecy that fulfills itself. Right. If everybody. Like there's a there's who's the guy from the 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 nerdist uh the 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 talking oh guy. Hardwick Chris yeah Hardwick. Hardwick he refused to get me tooed they yeah. tried to me to him real bad you know his 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 uh, ex girlfriend wrote this long letter right you know it was a it was a product of a lot of debates and you know like you know a lot of consternation back and forth and he just kind of looked no this is none of this is this is not real you know yeah. this is not this these things didn't happen the way they happened or they happened quite differently. Um, I'm doing he really was good lucky, with though. He was lucky in the sense that, uh, kind of like the point you brought up, uh, you did have yeah, people his, kind of rising surrounding people decided not to cancel him, but also, but, but also he was like the second or third one. Like at that point, yeah, he wasn't the first, he wasn't, he, you know, he wasn't, um, uh, was his face for master of none and, and parks and rec. Uh, come on. I don't know. Parks and rec. I never watched it. I'm sorry. You never did? Nope. Oh. Aziz Ansari is who I'm thinking of, by the way. Uh, huh? Aziz Ansari was the first oh, okay. yeah. one. Oh, yeah. To, to quasi. He kind of got out of that. Yeah, he did. He, but he got quasi-MeToo'd. And, and Chris Hardwick got quasi-MeToo'd also. Um, um, well, the thing is, Matt Lauer, the accusations were real. You know? I mean, when it's real, you can't really walk away from... <sighs> Was real. Oh, no, the accusations yeah. were real against Aziz Ansari too, and a lot of people looked at that one being like, uh, you know, not a sexual predator. Matt Lauer was kind of like a dick. Uh, he sent like he literally sent a dick to somebody. But but here's again, the thing: you don't have the you 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 don't have the support, the network support. Right. They right. everybody gives it power, right? If right. if someone came to me and says like, yeah, look, Mike did this, this, and that. If I decided, <laughs> I stand by everything that you just said. Yeah. <laughs> I did it if all. I if I decide, well, I don't really believe you, and then we when we go on, you know, like if I if I decide, yeah, he did this stuff, and then I went on and 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 did my own little op ed, you know, which is what everybody does now. I'd like to say a few things about my relationship with Michael, and this, and then I'm making it real. Those were my mashed potatoes, <laughs> strawberries. You stole my strawberries. <laughs> um, but if I don't, if I decide, like, look, I've, you know, I know the guy. I talked to the guy. It's I'm you know I'm not giving this any right. light. 
Right. Then, I, you know, I'm, of course, I'm one piece in it. But if, if everybody you know decides, look, we're going to give him, we, we, we know the guy, we're, we're giving him the benefit of the doubt, we're going to look right. into it ourselves, we're, gonna, we're not, we're not going to react to this, right. then it survives. Yeah. You know, so it's this, this, the culture, the social media culture is only powerful because everybody is, is using it as a shortcut. Yeah. To try to, you know, to try to keep their ratings up and to try to keep right. it relevant. And it's, I mean, when you By got the, way, the news looking at Twitter accounts. Follow us on Instagram at Sire Studios. Follow, follow us on uh, Twitter at Sire underscore Studios. And what would have been funnier than this is if you put that up on the screen as I, did. I was talking. No, I, just, I mean, yeah. But I, I mean, without did. saying it, it just, if it was just rising <laughs> up on the screen without, while I was talking, it, that would have been funnier. True. True, but you got to realize we'll, we'll get to that next they time. Podcast and a live stream. So. Yeah, it doesn't matter. All right. It well, either matter. way, looking we exist forward, as, we exist as both. Looking forward <laughs> to the new seasons of South Park. Looking forward to some of their theatrical stuff that they're looking to do as well too. Uh, though, if I had a short list before we go to break of people I want to, I would love to actually meet, and I would, I would geek out about. Mm. It would be Trey and Matt. I would love to because. They're just, they're just always on top of it. All right. When we come back, it's our fall TV preview, and we go versus. Which shows are you looking forward to more when we return? Check out the all-new Sire Studios website, sirestudiosinc.com. Find all your back issues for The Sire, Mainstream, Undone, and more, and be on the lookout for news and announcements, convention appearances, and brand-new podcasts. Coming to Sire Studios. That address again is sirestudiosinc.com. No CNC music factor. No CNC music factory. Are you ready for this? What are you, what are you even doing? It's brought to you by all of our beloved patrons, dedicated fans, Tom Osa, Craig Caruso, Einar pa- Peterson, Matt Byer, Omar Morales, Brian Phillips, Steve Ovecki, Program Director Stephanie Dolce, and as always, our Uber fan, Christina Dolce. All of them owe me money. Tell we are, we, are, we are just deliriously tired tonight, uh, but we are <laughs> doing this for you guys. They all owe me money. For you guys. <laughs> All right, it's our fall TV preview. Um, rather than go out and get insiders to talk about these TV shows, because that would have been work. Yeah, we can. Let's. I decided, and we don't know anybody else. Let's just be, well. Don't tell people that. We had a Riverdale person on that. You already said you don't want to do work. So I mean, what's the? <laughs> yes. Sure. Much more, how much more revealing could I have possibly been just now? <laughs> Do you know the funny thing is we could ask for screeners too. <laughs> like I, like we are at a position now, and I'm I'm happy to to admit this. We're at a position now where yeah. I could legitimately ask companies for screeners. I haven't yet. I should. I know they may or may not say no. We need premiere tickets too. We need we need right. to be able to go to some of these premieres. May or may not say no. That's a big step up, right? So I'm still yeah. like I, from, I'm very from abs- from who the heck are you, right? Right, exactly, right. <laughs> like we're like 
we're we're like we might get a rejection a few days later, not immediately, or not like never. Here. <laughs> yeah. so we're, we're, yeah. <laughs> the worst thing is not even to get a rejection. Right. No, that just, is the worst. just silence. Right. Just it's like, absolute no, it's silence. like I can't even dignify your request. <laughs> but no. Um, so instead of doing that, even if even if we were sent screeners, I don't even have the time at this moment to watch all these shows. But hmm. so I decided to do something really cool. Because that's I saw a show last night. Should I talk to you about it? I'll 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 talk to you about it off the air. I saw a show last night that was like astonishing, but it was so it it was like for kids. It 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 wasn't. It's not for. I mean, it it was like it was too much. It was a Netflix show. It was way too much. What show is uh, it? No, we'll let people tune in next week. We'll reveal it next week. Look at you go. I like what you're doing. All right, maybe. Well, because I'll talk to you after it, and if it's if it becomes something that we don't want to talk about, then oh, we'll is just it Dark Crystal? It. It's Dark Crystal, huh? No, no, I did watch Dark Crystal. Did you uh, watch Dark Crystal? Uh, no, I have not. I need to still watch Glow, man. Glow season three. Oh my <laughs> god, that's not even a comic book thing, though. No, no it's just an not... amazing show, and I love Alison Brie. She's she's top of my list. Amazing people, stop stop using superlatives. Amazing. Oh yeah, well, it's not amazing. It's, amazing it's not an amazing show. It is. It's, it's a not. great show. It's not amazing. I'm sorry. It's, it's it's top Stop five it. all time. Have you heard that they wanted the, the, the uh, Esmeel, uh the the guy who um, who's done? I don't know if this is part of your future news for the for the broadcast, but the guy who has uh, done Mr. Robot is talking about uh, he's the next project he's doing. He's going to re- reboot uh, Battlestar Galactica. Oh, good luck and with that. He got a green light to do it. Of course, he did. it's happening. Like what? <laughs> I'm brand recognition plus a. Uh, sure, a, why not? Why don't uh, we? But I mean, the last Joe one Runner? wasn't yeah. wasn't even wasn't even 15 years ago. I mean, it's like it wasn't even. Stop it! I you know. know, like come on now. It is that, it is it is the reboot we do not need. That we is do a, not need this reboot. Good segue. Good enough segue. Of course. To our me doing the assist. Preview. That's an assist that I'm getting. Which, uh, which shows are you looking forward to more? And None. I, 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 there's not just six shows, but I did manage to. I'm looking forward to Blind Spot season categories. five. Three categories. Ready? We're going to start no. with this one, and this one's the most controversial. Uh. Spinoffs. We have two spinoffs debuting this fall. We have Watchmen on HBO. We have Mandalorian on Disney Plus. Uh. I posted this on Facebook, and immediately everyone's like, Mandalorian, Mandalorian, Mandalorian. Eventually, people came around and was like, no, I want to see Watchmen. Now, hold on. Did you post this on social media after we just did an entire segment about how social media is a lie and not a gauge of the popularity? Not when I posted on my personal page. My personal page is like authentic people. Right. Like Andrew Lavulo and uh, I, I think we need to do a I think we need to do a distinction though. That's what I was trying to do. Yeah. I'm trying to do this. No, I like, so we I don't like contradict it. ourselves. We don't want to be contradicting ourselves. No, that no, is a bad I, thing. I always do. I got I got to fix the URL for my personal page too because I'm basically not doing anything personal anymore. I'm just doing the show. I just basically my I'm just essentially just yeah. I, I am a construct that 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 lives to sell. I'm everything my 19 year old self. <laughs> fought hard to not be yes you are the like 19 year old self is like you've become what you hate you've become the enemy 19 year old self don't sell out (laughs) yeah 39 year old self is like sell sell out every night out (laughs) sell it out baby first sign of trouble first sign of trouble sell out nanny damn it (laughs) for these two kids 
That's what George Lucas said. He was like, he, he railed against the system. He, who is a bigger corporation now than George Lucas? I know. Who is a bigger single, ma- you know, single entity corporation than George Lucas? It's terrible. Once again, I, I, maybe, maybe I would like to meet Bill Maher, but I'm, I'm plugging him because he actually talks about that too. He's just like, he's like, when you're young, everything is, and he's right, but it's, it's I mean, same observation I had. Like it's when you're not, young, everything I mean, but is, is it a comp- but is it, are you, are you really selling out? Are you really compromising? Or are you just kind of more even about things? You know, are you just like, mm, all right, well, there's no need to stab anybody about this. You know, I mean, that's, you know that's just, literally what getting older is about. You know what it is? It all comes down to, and this is for all the kids out there. This is, this is the more you know. The more you know. Uh, getting older sucks. Your body hurts more. You can't live Everybody knows that. in a room. No, no, but you, you, I got to emphasize this because when you're 19, you're like, nah, dude, you just got to ex- I remember talking to somebody who's like 28, 29, and he's like, yeah, my metabolism you know, slowed down. And he's like, it was easier to gain weight. Uh, and I'm like, I'm like, nah, dude, you just got to exercise more. I don't understand. You just got, you, you're sitting under, you just got to do that. And, and then, and then like 28, 29 kicks in. You're like, you're like, all right, I do have to exercise more. And you do. And they're like, but by exercising more, your body hurts more uh, where it didn't <laughs> prior. To- also, it takes a lot of energy to exercise. Like, yes. if that there's a lot of energy involved in, in not, yes. not in motivating yourself to exercise, yes. but actually fulfilling the exercise. In itself. Yes. No, it's, it's, it's pretty awful. So, uh, so anyway, as, as, um, welcome. Yeah. We're, this is just <laughs> is it you know, fun. Are you enjoying yourself? Yeah. We've so, got right. cookies. Uh, Mandalorian. <laughs> Which one are you looking forward to more? Neither, really. Um, no, I mean, I'm interested. No, you got to do one or the other. Come on. No, you never. You don't tell me these things beforehand. I don't have anything prepared. No, I'm not. It's versus. Not. It's versus. So what? One versus the other. You don't. You can't just say, "Oh, it's a versus. It's a motif." Before I don't. I don't have anything prepared. I am not necessarily you don't need to have prepared. I'm asking you just point blank. Like if I was asking you in the street, pick one. You had to pick one. Which one are you more excited to see? I'm Which one sorry. Neither. I interest. It's. I'm more interested. Okay, more interested in in, in uh, Mandalorian than I am. I you think Watchmen so looks fascinating terrible because you you like you are so specific about a word. I'm going for a feeling, and I'm using a word to try to convey that feeling. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. I would have answered it right away if yeah. we had just run with it. But then you're telling me, no, you got to do this. You got to. Uh, of course, I'm going to resist. I'm not going to. I'm not going along with it. I'm not going along with anything you say. That's just how it works. Yeah, That's how this has worked for like two years. What's the matter with you? Um, so, no, but I mean, look, it, Mandalorian looks really interesting. Yeah. I'm interested in it. I don't think, you know, just for the sake of argument, just for the sake of this particular argument, this specific yeah. argument, I don't think I get excited about these things anymore. Like, just excited in general. Yeah. About, like, oh, that looks good. That, I'm interested in seeing that. I, I think the last thing I was honestly like, hmm, like, ooh, whoa, counting the days. Yeah. About, hmm, when is that going to come up? Glow. Was Endgame. Glow no, it wasn't three. Glow. No, no, that's you. <laughs> that's you, you weirdo pervert. Um. It's perfect. It's an Emmy it's nominated. Chick, it's chick wrestling. They're all. They're all Emmy nominated actresses. What do you? Yo, yo, okay. Oh, yeah. Me too. Me too. Me too. Um, <laughs> we are not Emmy nominated. I was excited. I was excited. You, you want me to answer the question or what, jerk? I, I was excited about words. Endgame. Yeah. Um, I'm like, oh, I really want to. See. I knew. Hey, of course, we all know. 
Yeah. We all knew they were all coming back and everything like that. But you want to know how? You want to know? Look, it was a, it was a blowout. It was an extravaganza. The the uh, Infinity War. You want to see if they are going to be able to, to to keep that energy going, mm-hmm. and to, and to, and to land it. And so that I was really excited about that. Then you know they're they're talking about like oh Spider Man Far From Home. I'm like all right, I'll go see that. It'll, you know I'm sure that'll be good. I went in in the theater. I'm like hey, I'm enjoying this. This is yeah. great. You know. But I'm not. I wasn't like I gotta get there, man. Oh, God, see, I, I gotta, no, you gotta okay. hold up the MCU. We'll use your terminology. More interested to see. I, I'm more interested in seeing the Mandalorian. I think most. What, what are, I am genuinely excited to see, if if there if that exists, is Clone Wars season six. That's okay. what I'm excited to see. Okay. Um, or season seven, technically, it's technically exactly. season seven. But you know, the Watchmen. I think Watchmen looks terrible. I think it looks ter- everything I've seen of it. I'm like, what is this? I don't even understand what this is, you know. And yeah. it's just going to be some kind of I don't know what they're going to do is an allegorical thing with this and that and race and stuff like that. All so, right, like if you pull it off, great. And I'll watch Haysburg, it. Haysburg Middleton it's actually. Like. Haysburg Middleton actually. To your point, what you were just what you're saying. I have no, all I was the, glad you interrupted me to tell me what. It, well, I always have to. I had the excitement yeah. for Mandalorian. He said. Uh, I love Watchmen, and originally I was a bit skeptical, but after looking into the story and seeing what they're going to do, I'm intrigued. Regina King plays a cop vigilante trying to solve a mass murder on the police perpetrated by a terrorist group that wears Rorschach masks. It's going to focus heavily on politics of masks and those who wear them. Andrew Lavoe says... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Alan Moore, Mm -hmm. okay? That is... Is that ground you want to try to elaborate on? You know, is that well, ground you want to try to? New. I mean, that's I, that's what new. I'm talking about. Like you're trying, yeah. to, you're gonna try to add to Alan Moore. You're gonna try to. You're not. They're not even really <laughs> seemingly trying to expand on what Alan Moore has said or right. done. They're trying to sequelize him. You yeah. know, they're just like we're gonna we're gonna tack this on at the end of this, right? Now look. The adaptation, which I know, I know we're going to get to to an extent. The adaptate the com the the movie adaptation of Watchmen, right? Which I will admit, and I know, it, and you and I have a, are uniquely uh, are suited to have this discussion because you're a big fan of the comic. Oh, I love itself. the graphic novel. Yeah, and I I had not read the comic. Before I know. I saw the movie. I know. I actually fired you. I, I rehired you since you, you admitted that. But I told you that like 20 years ago when we first saw Anyway. That's because you, you have dirt on my misconduct. So <laughs> <laughs> He was a terrible employer. <laughs> yes. And therefore. He used to uh, show up to the studio with no pants on. Now it is <laughs> I who run Secrets of the Sun. <laughs> and I will, the, my first act as leader of Secrets of the Sun is to tell you what the secret is. I'm like, you um, used, used to wear no pants. What do you mean? <laughs> Stop, stop, stop. They can't see um, They don't know what's going on. I liked, <laughs> I thought that that adaptation was a good adaptation of yes. material that's really yes. difficult to adapt. Yes. And that try. adaptation is panned. It's Polarizing. largely it's largely yeah. panned by yeah. people. Like a lot of people just dislike it. Yeah. So in the conventional wisdom, you're gonna do a spin-off of it. Yeah. Spin-off sequel-ish kind of thing. 
David S. Rosenberg says they say flogging a dead horse comes to mind when thinking about how Warner and DC keep milking the S out of Watchmen for the past two decades. Because DC also for did release. For God's sake! Yeah, the, the, the Watchmen. Yeah. The, I remember I those. To read. I just refuse to read because it's, it it doesn't need it. It just doesn't need it. I I know we use that term and go well. Nothing is necessary. Um, well, I mean, whether or not it needs it or not, you didn't want to go there. That's all. Yeah, That's yeah all because, that matters. because when you, you when just... you have something that is a confined masterpiece, anything that you do to it outside of of its of its confinements is, to, in my mind, going to just water it down. It's 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 almost it's like this. It's like the new Star Wars movies. We didn't need these Star Wars movies because we we I would have loved it if they had done these Star Wars movies about Ray, Finn, and Poe, and just left the old you know left it as the backdrop and do something yeah. new. That's exciting. Yeah. Do it a hundred years in the future, huh? Yeah. Land, the rest of them are yep. dead and their and their fates are obscure. Like, right. We don't know exactly yep. how they die. You're trying you're trying to you're trying to uh, tell a story you're trying to tell a new story while closing a story that already had a, uh, an ending that was sufficient. We you know, we had a sufficient ending. Uh, and that's the way I feel about that. All right. Uh, real quick. Ensemble casts returning. We have Riverdale or Walking Dead. Now, this is interesting because I know you don't watch either of the shows, and I don't watch either of the shows. Actually, I do watch so, Walking Dead. I can't say so I don't. Why'd you pick that? And well, because this is, this, is, this, is my, this is what I want. I want to look at the ensemble cast from a different point of view right here. Right? Um, I have heard, Dead. though, hold on. I've heard that Walking Dead had returned to form in its previous season. Uh, you know, I am, we're in season, my dad and I, we just watched episode two of season nine. So we are mm-hmm. still like an entire season behind. Uh, the first episode was dumb. The second episode is starting to build something good. I can tell you from the comic, because I know where the comic went, and, and from what I've read now uh, about what has happened in season nine, uh, it is very possible. However, they're losing Michonne in this season. They already lost Rick in this season, uh, last season. Um, some more major characters were killed off. It's basically just focusing on Daryl at this point. But meanwhile, you have Riverdale, which is dealing with the death of Luke Perry, which I thought was actually interesting, too, because he was a cast member of Riverdale. Yeah, that's pretty powerful. So it's interesting to see these two shows as they morph. Obviously, Walking Dead season yeah. 10. I got, my my issues with Walking Dead is like, what can, where can that go? Yeah. I mean, I know it's been all, I know, I know the show is, is it's long lasting. I, the show is a success. Yeah. No hot take I am ever going to be able to say about the show will take away the fact that this show is a barnstorming success, whether I like it or not. Right. I do not, I do not uh, presume to, to, to throw dirt on The Walking Dead. It right. is, it's a bona fide hit. For me personally, the reason I can't watch it is because where is it going? What, what, what secrets will be revealed? What twists and turns are going to happen? All you can do, in my opinion, is just keep killing people and, and keep making it. Mm-hmm. You know, keep making their deaths elaborate and surprising. Yeah. And, what, and after a while, that trope just gets... I mean, after they killed Beth, in the dumbest way I've ever seen them kill a character. Yes. I'm like, uh, or, and, and then they topped it because they killed off... What's his name? The, the, the husband from Alexandria or whatever. Oh, Because right. the guy accidentally cut the guy's throat you right. know, with a samurai sword. Right. Because it's easy to do that. Like yes. if I was just playing, oh, I could all oh, I accidentally cut Mike's throat. I tell my kids all the time to put the samurai sword down. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone's like, "Why do you have a samurai sword?" Because you just have like, it lying around, right? With the kids. 
Well, you just, you know what? You're a busy man. Sometimes you don't have time to put it away. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) misconduct. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, boy. That was you did that. That was you. That wasn't me. Just took over the show. I'm not not taking responsibility for that. Took it back from Hassan. Well, you just harassed me. So, and we have it. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. See, try selling that. Try selling that. Um, um, I'll just pull the race card on you, and I'll be all right. But anyway, um, <laughs> but it, 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 it just, it just to me, it just never the narrative. I'm not, I'm not going for it. Uh, the laughing, narrative. I'm, la- just, I'm laughing actually because my son is obsessed with running races right now. Like everything is a race, and that's how we get him to do things right now. Like we, we're like instead of being like it's time to put your shoes on and go, it's I will race you to. Apparently, the parenthood is, are, is varying degrees of blackmail. It is like, no, it's, it's it, like it psychological is. torture. Actually, <laughs> it, I feel terrible because at one minute I'm like screaming at him, the next I'm like I love you, son. Oh boy, it's terrible. Jeez. It's the worst. I'm, I'm not in for it. I'm do not, not do it. I actually, I yeah. Recommend to people do not do it. I keep sending the brochure back when they send it. There to me. is like, no, no, thank you. About it, no, Everyone's thank like, you. It's so rewarding, and I'm like, I'm waiting for this reward. <laughs> like, it's like it's like the computer, like the the warning thing that comes up on your computer. Do you want this to alter your life? And I'm yeah. like, no, I'm no. waiting for the reward. I want getting broker. You want children <laughs> to make changes into your life? You know, right. such such wants to make changes into Windows. Like, no, thank yeah. you. <laughs> no, click no. no. All right, but I digress. <laughs> uh, um, right. yeah. So I mean, so you got Riverdale, and you got. You got uh, Walking, Walking Dead. Your choice basically is you're more intrigued by Walking Dead, even though you haven't caught up to. You know what's funny? I have Riverdale on my Netflix, and it's just one of those things where it's like I know I will get into it. Uh, Robert uh, Roberto. Riverdale is that is is basically the uh, the the Archie yeah uh, spinoff, yeah, which right? I loved when I was a kid. And uh, Roberto Acquire Sacasa is the showrunner, and he was a comic book writer, so uh, he wasn't a great one. I got to be honest with you, but apparently. Shit. No, I mean, I just, you know. I, <laughs> well, he, he ain't going to be a guest. <laughs> Maybe Riverdale is good. We can have one that. Hot take. You're right. You're right. In the, in the, in the, in the express uh, reasoning of selling out. <laughs> yes. He's the greatest comic book writer there you ever. Did, yeah, you, you totally forgot the shill, man. What the heck right. is the matter with you? Well, he's not on the show. How did my guests actually listen to our show? I'm going to insult, I'm gonna insult Collective Soul. <laughs> Actually, I'm you not know, I was, really was like, I insulting the other week, and you just kept shutting me down. You're like, "Well, let's just get around it. Let's just get around it." And I was like, I was determined to put them down, and you just kind of kept stepping around me. You know, and I'm like, "What are they going to be a guest? Like, what? I can't remember who it was. It was. It wasn't Ryan Johnson because we 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 roast him." quite regularly but it was someone else and i was like this is terrible and this this was when we were doing the review of uh house of x and you just kept jonathan hickman no it wasn't because that's not i don't really have a a negative thing to say about him but you just kept skirting around whatever i was saying you just let just let it Mm. dangle there without Mm. actually reacting to it and now you just hot take this guy from (laughs) riverdale we're gonna get him on the well (laughs) maybe we will that's fantastic well like i said if if anybody (laughs) no we won't no, we won't. <laughs> Coming up next week, Collective Soul. Um, all right, last last one. Arrowverse. There are there are five returning Arrowverse shows. If you count Black Lightning as an Arrowverse, which you can or can't, it's a DCCW show. Isn't Arrowverse um, is ending this year though? Isn't it? No, just the, Arrow. The Arrow is ending. Just Arrow is ending. Yeah, Arrow uh, is ending. Batwoman is coming back. Legends of Tomorrow though is a mid-season replacement, so technically not a fall. But I threw them in the oh, promo. Oh wow, they got they got kind of downgraded a little bit. I think it's just because Batwoman got added. So hmm. uh, I but, don't. I've never. I haven't seen Black Lightning, even though I'm black. 
Um, I haven't. I have I haven't actually. Watched. That's the. You know what the funny thing is? It's the only one of all these shows I've seen. Apparently, Arrow is amazing. Flash. Everyone keeps telling me Flash, Flash, Flash. Arrow's uh, supposedly Flash. Arrow's really good, but Arrow was on long before I got into it. I got to. So it's it was on Netflix, like, I, dude. We could just we could watch it. Man, that's twenty two episodes per I know. season. I it's know. too much, man. It's right um, up there. It's right up there with. I mean, look. When all is said and done. I'm going to watch Mandalorian because, A, we're going to review it and yeah. we're going to talk all about it because it's going to be huge. I'm intrigued by Watchmen enough to go watch it, even though it's sacrilegious, but I'll, I'll give it a shot because he's going to do something. I like Damon Lindelof. Uh, he's going to do something different. Yeah. And Lindelof. I will eventually catch it's up to Walking story. Dead. I'll eventually catch up to Walking Dead. Okay. I'm looking forward to The Expanse coming in December yeah. on, on, uh, on Amazon. If you, if we might, I mean, that's science fiction. That's comic book science fiction and okay. novels. So, I mean, if if who's you're that? talking about what I'm genuinely excited for, who's in that? Which 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 one is that? It's uh, Stephen Strait is in it. Um, it's a it's a space okay drama. It's a it's a science fiction show. It's on this. It had three seasons on the Sci-Fi Channel, and then the Sci-Fi Channel canceled it in season three, oh, and then Amazon oh, picked it up. Yeah, okay, I know Amazon what saved about, yeah. it, and it's great. The books are great. Um, the the TV show is great. The third season is fantastic. I have watched that third season maybe three times, like yeah. three or four times since it since it aired. Like, how many times do you can you say you watch a whole season? Yeah, two or three times. And then what will happen is while I'm working around the house or something like that, I'll just put it on and it'll start at episode one. By the time I check it out again, we're at episode seven, so you yeah. just finish it off. Um, I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to that. I am aware that they have peaked at season three. So I am managing my expectations for season four. I'm just Don't hoping it's, it's good. Amazon's going to find out why sci-fi canceled it. <laughs> Pretty oh, soon. No, supposedly there's a, supposedly they're well aware of what they're into and they really want, mm. they really wanted a science fiction uh, vehicle. Cool. And the expanse is, is pretty right. much the vehicle that they picked up. I, uh, did you see, have you watched the uh, carnival row? No, I haven't. I've heard nothing about it except for the advertisements i've heard like people are like it's it's decent carnival row is is, is out of you know dark crystal there's a lot of stuff there's yes. a lot of things so like but those like i'm saying those being excited about debuted, those debuted huh? in the summertime this is our fall tv preview chime in on the facebook feed let us know what you think the point our was just that there's a lot of st- there's a lot of material out yeah, so like is. to be excited about any one particular thing i was is pretty difficult since even though they debuted then yeah. if you haven't watched it you're gonna watch them in the fall or in the you know in the spring or whatever so south park i'm always excited for the Chappelle show the Chappelle uh netflix special which debuted and glow in the, in the summer glow Go check it out. All right. When we come back, we go you spinning hypocrite. the <laughs> racks. What I want to feel for Ryan Johnson as a creator is that he turned in the most kick-ass Star Wars script that was going to flip the script on the entire saga. And Kathleen Kennedy and everybody else like, no, oh, we can't do this. You know, what else you got? And then he turns into the, you know, the first draft of the Star Wars fanfic that he did when he was 15 years old. He goes, well, I got this also. And they're like, we'll make this. This is brilliant. <laughs> Secrets of the Sire.
Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. Tune in every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, to hear uh, me uh, doing some acapella versions of CNC Music Factory songs. Or check out, we have great guests uh, last week. Uh, go download us on Apple Podcasts. We had yeah, that'll, that'll Kevin Bacon, them. which was awesome, alongside his brother Michael Bacon of the Bacon Brothers. Uh, next week, we have amazing guests. We have Collective Soul. and They uh, didn't we- bring us one strip of bacon while they were on. <laughs> we and, uh, have- you know. Vault Comics editor in chief, uh, coming on next week. He's going to be our guest co host as we uh, go through a whole lot of fun stuff. But we do this every single week. We go spinning the racks. Major spoiler for Spider Man number one. So we're going to run down a couple of comics that are coming out this week that you should be reading. Uh, we're, we're trying to transform this into a very comic-centric segment uh, because this is the inside stuff. This is basically all the stuff that you're eventually going to see on screen, but you get to see it uh, now. Um, House of X number five comes out. It's a big deal, uh, obviously. just that. that Everybody's loving House of X, man. I, I try to talk yeah. to anybody about it like, like yeah. just objectively, like, hey, do you really like it? Are you finding it a little convoluted? And this, uh, no, man, it's the greatest thing ever. Shut I up. Know. So, I know. So, um, you know, I guess our they friends, got a bona fide hit on their hands. Our friends at Funny Business, uh, where yeah. we'll be hosting a Star Wars Saturday night in December, uh, another one of our live events. Uh, because man, I wish I was told about any of the Christmas and we're supposed to be doing. Then you just did Christmas and New Year's falls on a Wednesday this year. We had a lengthy conversation about this, by the way. Lengthy. I, don't remember, I don't remember talking to you ever. <laughs> well, we didn't actually talk. It was, it was all... Oh, <laughs> um, it's all text? Loves, I can go back and read it. He loves <laughs> House of X number five. Like, I mean, House of X in general, like in Powers, he's like, this is, it's so great. And I was exactly saying the same point. I'm like, there's a couple things that make me want to go back and go, does this really it's, work? Like, it's really oh. dense, but it's, it's kind of hard to break into. You yeah. know? Um, I like it, and I'm, I'm enjoying it more and more. I just can't shake the skepticism of like, yeah. man, next, next year they're going to do something else and just going to just blow this right out of the, you know, like yeah. they're not, this is not going to be canon that we're going to follow for like five or six years, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's but my only maybe misgiving it from it. Maybe, huh? maybe it is. Maybe, maybe so. If, they, f- if it is, I applaud them. Yeah. I really do. Number five. Uh, you know. Number five out this week. Uh, a couple others. I'm going to do a, a short little rundown because we've got a big one that comes out this week. And uh, this one's big for all uh, movie and TV show fans as well, too. Black Hammer, Age of Doom, number 12. This is from Dark Horse Comics. This is an Eisner Award-winning superhero saga. It concludes. It's the final episode of the Age of Doom series. So Black mm-hmm. Hammer, I guess, has different um, volumes. This is a, a Age of Doom one. Go check it out. Questions are finally answered. Uh, Firefly, number nine. This is from Boom Studios. Boom took over all the Joss Whedon properties, uh, which sucks because I have not caught up on Buffy and Angel. And it also doubly sucks because Buffy and Angel... They took over for IDW? Uh, no, I, no IDW, uh, Dark Horse. The ones who- Dark Horse. Well, IDW was Angel. Mm-hmm. Buffy was always Dark Horse. Okay, Buffy, all right. Uh, Dark Horse took over Angel also. And Joss Whedon was executive producing season 9, 10, 11, 12 of Buffy. So it was kind of a continuation of the series in comic book. Right, form, which right. Now I remember that. 
it's been moved back. It's been moved over to Boom Studios, so those <laughs> those have been wiped from the continuity. Um, <laughs> Jesus, Star see Wars. See what I'm saying? I know. See exactly what I'm talking I, about. Well, you see, I, I I said I did that on purpose. Star Wars: Age of Resistance, uh, Ray Number One. This is from Marvel. Search for Sky. Age War. of Resistance for Star Wars. Hmm. What is us? What else is Age of Resistance? Oh. Oh, the Dark Crystal. How come they can't come up with their own subtitles yeah. for these yeah. things? This stuff Han. is becoming generic. Yeah, oh how yeah. Can, how can this stuff be... How can creativity become this generic? That is ridiculous. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, it says, after Han Solo's fall, Rey searched for Luke Skywalker, but before Luke, there was Leia. Witness never-before-seen moments between Rey and General Organa. What will oh, Rey, Lord. Chewbacca, and R2-D2 encounter? Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. What yeah. All right. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about your antiquals, you know? Yeah. Ooh, just get to the ooh. story and then do Yeah, that's what did they're you called. Coin that phrase? Or no. You, you just did, I did not. The you should just say you did cuz that's just that's just brilliant. I can't because because the Dune books invented uh, it because they started doing antiquals which were which hmm. were sequels in the middle of the the, the Dune books. I like and it. And so like nobody cares if you're doing these inserts. Just tell a, a ma- well. Some people care, but tell a major story. Stop with these little. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna really elaborate on because like the movies don't reflect any of that <clears throat> stuff. You know, yeah. there's no reflection of it in the films. So, yeah. ugh, what a what a waste. This is the big. Resistance. This is the big one. This is the big one to hit. I, I wanted to run down a few that you guys should pick up, but this is the big one to hit. Spider Man number one comes out now. Obviously, if anybody is a longtime comic book fan, Spider Man number one is the Todd McFarlane Spider Man that was launched so many years ago when titles actually meant something. Yeah. Uh, but no, they're launching Spider number Spider Man number one, and it's the most shocking and incredible comic of 2019. Is here as J.J. Abrams and his son Henry Abrams are joined by superstar artist Sarah Pichelli. Uh, awesome artist. Unbelievable, unbe- unbelievable. Oh, my God. I want her as a guest because she's amazing. Uh, Me too. Let's team do, up let's for Spider-Man. No hot takes on her. No. Uh, no, no hot my, takes. My hot take is she is an amazing artist. That's, yes. That's like, like <laughs> I drool at her artwork. Uh, what do they have planned for Peter Parker and Mary Jane Watson? Who is cadaverous? The modern master of mystery makes his Marvel debut this September. Say that three times fast. Oof, boy. Uh, <laughs> bleeding cool, though. Yes, oh, uh, earlier this week came out with I take coming up <laughs> major spoilers oh, Spider Man number one. Uh, the following contains some seriously strong spoilerage. So again, it came out today, mm-hmm. uh, September eighteenth. So um, no, turn yeah, away yeah. at this point. Um, well, don't ruin it for me. I didn't read it. <laughs> according to Rich uh, Rich Johnson, I haven't seen a copy, but the people who are talking about this are the kind of people who would know. Not about plot, not about cliffhanger. This is about the very concept of the comic in question. Um, and then he goes on saying, firstly, I'm told by good sources, this is not a PR, jo- PR job. J.J. Abrams did actually co-write the comic with his son, Henry. That's good. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not just about Henry playing off his father's name. He and his father did properly collaborate on the comic. Secondly, the idea of a father and son on the comic is intrinsic to the concept of this Spider-Man series. It is part and parcel of it and may even make the comic more appealing. Why? Because Spider-Man in number one is not about Peter Parker, Spider-Man. It's about Ben Parker, son of Peter Parker and Mary Jane Watson, the inheritor of the Spider-Man identity. And the story is set in the future of the Marvel Universe, something that had not even been hinted at in the preview material. And that means Hmm. there are probably blatant lies in the solicitations listed for the first three issues um for spectacular folk the first appearance of ben parker son of peter and mary jane was his birth in the future set 
MC2 reality in uh, Spider-Girl number 59. Anyone out there is like, what is MC2? MC2 was an imprint from Marvel Comics, depicted an alternate future timeline uh, based off of What If comic book. So it came out in 1998. It's like 20 years ago. It was actually relatively popular um, because it kind of gave stuff that was like continuity free and you know fans could just kind of jump in. And ironically enough, it's a female Spider-Man, a female Captain America, a female Wolverine, the son of the Juggernaut, and uh, I forget there was one other person in it. But, um, but this is before social media. So when you did these things, there was more of an openness to enjoying it because you thought... Yeah, because there was no angry inchers like, you know, right. trying to make, their, make bucks off of hate. Right. But there also wasn't uh, people... Uh, creators going out there and being like, I believe that this is, this is, uh, this is what should be happening now. So I'm making this to give representation. They, there was nothing, there was no dialogue. There was just, here's a concept. What do you think? Totally honest and objective concepts that could be cool. And in this case, they actually were because the spider girl series ran for a while. Um, there was a, there was a, uh, the juggernaut series was also, I think the second most popular. And it was actually, it was a cool, it was a cool little, like, what if alternate, universe but it's just amazing you know again debuted 20 years ago uh and it also you know just just how it debuted um you know if that was today the vitriol that would come out is 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 unbelievable but so go check out spider-man number one i will be definitely checking it out um we will actually review it next week what do you think Hassan? is that a good idea yes all right i like it Next week we are also we're jam we're jam packed next week. Uh, it is Emmy time. The Emmys, I think, are this. What does that guy do with comics? And we got Game of Thrones up for Emmy. Culture. A whole bunch of Emmys. We've got Vault Comics coming on. Yeah, like we Star Trek also. Discovery won Emmys and Golden Globes, and everybody is mad at it. Like, how yeah. could it possibly have won an Emmy yeah. and Golden Globe? So we're gonna do a little so, bit. Of that. I mean, once Game of Thrones like wins, it's gonna be pretty bad. The, the reaction's going to be pretty strong. Yeah. No, I'm looking I, forward I, to that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, so we're going to do our Emmy review. If that's what you're asking, if you're asking what I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to people's head exploding when, uh, when and if uh, Game of Thrones wins Emmy for best writing. Gonna, oh, my God. That's going to be the best thing. We're gonna we're gonna happened. dive we're gonna dive deep into that. We're gonna have like I said, Vault Comics is on. We're also gonna have Collective Soul, '90s Rockers. Uh, their new album is actually pretty awesome. I gave it to Hassan. He refused to listen to it. I am because I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> I did not refuse to listen to it. I haven't listened to it yet. So f off. I'll have listened to it by the time we have them on. <laughs> I take baby. All right. See y'all next week. Fuck.